0: Hey, hey what's up ladies and gentlemen
1: <laughs> what's up man
0: what's up my dude
1: how's it going
0: good yeah you ready for episode two
1: episode two yes I the am. real
0: episode two the... yes we tried this once before didn't work out very well
1: no it did not
0: but we're finally here no it's been a while huh
1: it's been like uh almost two months yep since episode one. We
0: are bad at this.
1: We are bad at this. (laughs) We will get better at this. Yep.
0: Life's been crazy, yo.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty, pretty wild. Um,
0: I went to school.
1: You did. You went to work. I did.
0: I've been everywhere. Man. Man. (laughs) So, how are you today?
1: I am fabulous. How are you today?
0: Good. Are we, you ready for books? I'm
1: ready for books.
0: I'm ready for books.
1: I've got some good ones lined up for you. Cool. I took your taste into consideration. And okay. My first submission. I would, would. that be right? Submission.
0: Whoa. Yep. Wow. That works on many levels.
1: Yeah. It. It does. <laughs> so my first book that I have for you today uh, is part of your favorite genre. Of paranormal romance?
0: Um, it's, uh, flamingos. No. Uh, aliens. Yes. Oh, sweet. <laughs> We're starting it off nice.
1: Yep, it's called Alien Warlord's Passion by Star Huntress. <laughs> I don't think that's her real name.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And Nancy Cummings. Also, possibly her real name. Oh,
0: so it's like a duo.
1: Yes. It's a Joint collab- forces. It's a collaboration, so you know it'll be, you know, mm-hmm. extra bad. Would you like to hear about it? Yeah. Shall I read to you? I think so. <laughs> so it says, Seeking a better life for her young son, Rosemary leaves Earth for a distant planet. Marrying an alien is part of the bargain to stay. But she couldn't possibly find love or passion with intimidating, grouchy, mean, could she? Do you think she could?
0: No idea. <laughs> a Maybe. A
1: steamy science fiction romance. Okay. Well, Ugh. hang on. Because part of Okay. Rosemary left Earth to make a better life for her seven year old son. She's got a good job, a nice house, and one minor problem. She needs to marry. Um, Maud fell warrior if she wants to stay. Better the devil, you know. She can take her chances and marry a stranger, or she can accept an offer from an unlikely candidate. Mean. I'm assuming that's how it's spelled, because it's M-E-N-E. Oh. Me- mean A? Mean. It's like meme. Like meme, yeah. She doesn't like him, and she thought he didn't like her. He can barely look at her without snarling. Oh, snap. We know what this means. <laughs> Oh, he also has a snout. He I bet he does. An alien. An alien yeah. with a snout. Whoa. But then again, none of the other warrior warriors. <laughs> none of the other warriors are any better. He might not be handsome. No female can look mean in the eye and not flinch.
0: Uh, he's got a face like a dog.
1: But beneath his scarred face and gruff demeanor is a good man. A man who wants a mate and a family. Aww. His warrior's heart burns for the curvaceous and vibrant human female but she's very clear she's not interested in love. He'll show her that his passion is anything but fake. Standalone, alone guaranteed H-E-A I don't know what that means. Is it like happy ending? Uh, no cheating and no cliffhangers. Parentheses. I hate those things.
0: Yeah me too.
1: This book person. sounds like trash. Yeah. This book sounds like Garbage.
0: Yeah, no offense, pair of ladies that wrote this.
1: (laughs) Pair of ladies.
0: I'm sure you tried really hard, (laughs) but we're
1: gonna pass. Oh, here's a good one. Sure. This one's called Crocs Return.
0: Like, like the things you wear on your feet that the Crocs.
1: Man, I found
0: my Crocs. (laughs) They're returned.
1: I don't know. I think maybe it's a crocodile.
0: Is it a? Crocodile shifter person?
1: Possibly. Oh, bruh! Let's find out. This is by Eve Langlis. Okay. Coming home doesn't always solve things, but it does pave the way for second chances. Take one deadly bite and bam! A man's life has changed forever. Or so Caleb discovers when a loss of control leads him to joining the military and leaving everything behind. Interesting.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. A bite from what?
1: I don't know. Now that he's back, making amends is harder than expected. His ex-girlfriend, Rennie, is not interested in excuses. Kayla might have returned, but her plan is to keep him at arm's length. Only she can't. Her son deserves a chance to get to know his father. What?
0: Dun, 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 dun.
1: But that doesn't mean Rennie is letting Kayla back into her heart. Now if only her heart would cooperate. Things get dangerous when a mysterious being starts stalking the residents of Bitten Point. When the monster threatens his son, Caleb knows it's time to unleash his dark inner beast so he can snap at danger and take a bite out of life. Welcome to Bitten Point, where the swamp doesn't just keep secrets, it sometimes eats them. What do
0: you think? Oh <laughs> know. That was cool. The guy turns into an alligator or is the monster an alligator?
1: I think he turns into a, a crocodile.
0: Oh yeah. Which is not the same thing.
1: As an alligator. So it's
0: Australian mate. <laughs> oh. Is it an Australian author? It
1: doesn't say Or
0: it's just somebody that likes crocodiles.
1: Oh, it's by a Canadian author.
0: There you go.
1: I don't think they have so, alligators and crocodiles up in Canada. They don't. It's too cold mm-hmm. for the
0: <laughs> For cold-blooded creatures. But those
1: yes. kinds of animals. They don't live there. They do not like it. Not one bit.
0: It sounds cool. Maybe.
1: And, well, I have There's another.
0: There's no freaking Sasquatch shifter person. Oh, man. Man.
1: Sasquatch shifter books are the best. Mm-hmm. So, here's another book called The Mortal Falls. And this one's by Anna Durand. Durand,
0: Durand. <laughs> Durand,
1: Durand. When she's framed for murder, Lindsay's search for answers draws her to a magical realm where she meets Nivan.
0: <laughs> Question mark?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's Nevin. It's N-E-V-A-N. I'm trying to give it Nevan. like a, I was trying to give it like a... Uh, you know, like a a fancy a fancy pronunciation, Nivon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A gorgeous immortal who tempts her like no other. I think he's might. think he's a vampire? Or do you think I he's hope a not. Fairy. He's of the. He's of the fae. Oh,
0: so stupid too.
1: Perhaps a gorgeous immortal who tempts her like no other. A forbidden passion ignites in this breathtaking paranormal romance. A pragmatic human thrown into a world of magic. Lindsay Porter fled from her traumatic past, determined to lay low, but now someone has framed her for murder. Murder.
0: Murder.
1: The quest for answers leads her into a parallel realm where magic reigns, and with a hostile sheriff and a shape-shifting assassin on her trail, she must place her life in the hands of a seductive supernatural man who tempts her like no one else. Holy shit. Damn, Lindsay! An immortal sylph enslaved by magic, Nivon is trapped by a desperate bargain struck a century earlier. Yet the beautiful, spirited Lindsay has enticed him to abandon his magically enforced duty. As forbidden passion you flares, said duty. <laughs> <laughs> As forbidden passion flares between them, they'll risk everything to uncover the truth and find out what they both need the most: redemption. When two worlds collide, the fates of the elemental and mortal realms depend on the star-crossed lovers as dark secrets from their past threaten to shatter the fragile trust between Lindsay and Nivon. Nivon?
0: On, Nivon. Mark?
1: A shocking re- A shocking revelation holds the power to deliver salvation or destruction. So, that's what that's all about. Cool. What do you think about that one?
0: Kind of boring. Well... It's always this, like, fucking war, or... I don't know. I have no words.
1: You have no words.
0: It just sounds samey.
1: Well, it's only 99 cents, For good reason. (laughs) We have another one. It is called The Witch Who Cried Wolf by Sarah Michaela.
0: I'll give two guesses what this one's about.
1: It's free. Uh Uh-huh. And... It reads After a magical mix up, Mia finds herself being chased by werewolves. Her oh, no. brother's best friend Ethan tries to protect again. her, but can Mia handle her powers and her feelings for the sexy war of it? Her secret feelings for the sexy war of it. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah, man. No, she's gonna fucking spill her beans.
1: <laughs> spill her beans. Yeah, dude. A potion gone wrong. Mia Brooks is a reluctant witch with powers that she tries to hold in check. But when her magic gets mixed up, supernatural forces are unleashed and suddenly she's being pursued by werewolves that she didn't even realize existed. She's in it. Like, oh, she's in a world of I shit. I thought
0: she's been a witch.
1: No. No, man. No. Uh, she's okay. been a witch. No. She is a witch. She just didn't know that uh, werewolves existed.
0: Okay, but well she knew that magic... is
1: Right, because know. she knows she was making a potion and it went wrong. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Come on, man, get with it. Hidden emotions. Ethan Parker, Mia's brother's best friend, is home from deployment for the holidays. Mia's not only hiding from werewolves, she's trying to keep her feelings for Ethan secret. It would be a disaster if he knew she's been nursing a long-time crush. Ooh. The power of love.
0: There's just one problem.
1: Things take a terrifying turn when Mia and Ethan are attacked by a werewolf. Ethan is amazed when Mia reveals her paranormal prowess as she tries to shield them from danger. But can she really protect them from the darkness that lurks? And how can he tell her that for ages he's been denying what he really wants? Guess what he really wants?
0: That sweet, sweet pussy. Mia. Yep.
1: Typical, typical, typical. That one, how much did I say that one was? That one is only free.
0: <laughs> only free?
1: Only free. You only have to pay Gosh. nothing for it. So what do you think about their selections? No,
0: I'm sorry. No, none of them? very let down today.
1: I know, I'm sorry. It's, it's okay, it's not your fault. I was scraping the bottom of the barrel <laughs> <laughs> to get that. I did, however, get you an alien book.
0: Yeah, so you did good there. You're one for three.
1: Thanks. I think I read more than three, but thanks.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I kind of zoned out there, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so that's that's all the books for today.
0: I want to talk about some books. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. This is one of my favorite authors. Mm-hmm. His name is Christopher Moore.
1: I love Christopher Moore.
0: He writes a bunch of different books that are really good. Before there was all of this movie bullshit of all these superheroes that dealt with each other and had crossovers, there was Christopher Moore books. Oh my god. And he's got all of these different stories that have characters that uh, intertwined with each other just a little bit before M Night Shamalama Ding Dong, <laughs> oh there was Christopher Moore's books. His first one was Practical Demon Keeping. It was a guy that was possessed by a demon. Then after that, there was Coyote Blue. Is that? It?
1: There's a cat eating <laughs> in the background.
0: <laughs> um, his second book was Coyote Blue. It was about Native Americans. Uh, one of his best ones, his most popular, was called The Lust Lizard of Melancholy Cove. That's the first one I read, and it was really good. That it's is... about a sea monster yeah, and also a retired B-movie actress, yes. kind of like a Xena <laughs> warrior princess type yes, character, yes, and also the town constable, who was a pothead sheriff guy.
1: And his dog. You can't leave out his dog. The
0: dog was the scientist's dog.
1: Oh, it was the scientist. That's right. That's right. And a few
0: chapters of the book were from the point of view of the dog.
1: It's such a great book. It
0: was so funny. He would you know, so the dog would just name people like the guy that owned him was the food guy. Yeah. It was like he was wondering (laughs) when the food guy would give him more food. You know? But that was I think um his most popular book, and the only book that I know of that's been paid for the movie rights.
1: Of his? Yes. Yeah, I think you're right.
0: But he's got so many great books. There's one, there's a few about vampires. Um, there's, there's
1: there's Lamb.
0: Lamb is one about Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Sorry, parents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's told through the point of view of Jesus' best friend, growing up, whose name was Biff. And it's like Jesus' <laughs> lost years, you know, like when he was what is it, like ten to thirty? Yeah. That whole big part of your life that the Bible left out. Yeah. Christopher Moore got you. He's got the rest of that shit. He Fills got you in the fair. blanks of the Bible.
1: <laughs> oh, but then there's uh, the stupidest angel, which kind of ties in with Lamb, doesn't yes. it? And also Less Lizard of Melancholy Cove.
0: Um Stupidest Angel had no, I think the demon. From Practical Demon Keeping.
1: But it there were parts uh, from the, the town in Lust Lizard.
0: Yes, it's the same town. Right,
1: yep. yeah. Yep. It's a great book. I love that book. This, and it's the this, same this, angel or
0: something? Yeah, like.
1: it's the same angel. Uh-huh. Yeah, from Lamb.
0: That's telling the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's great. Everything's kind of tied into one separate storyline that's all together. Mm-hmm. In his little world. I like it. My least favorite was Coyote Blue. Yeah. I can't remember why. I uh, see it um,
0: did. It kind of it was just slow, and yeah. then the end was, was good. I liked yeah.
1: it. Uh, I mean, see, I don't even really remember much of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was still very well written, but the story I just couldn't get into, I suppose. I don't even really remember what it's about. So.
0: Uh, they had a big part about th- this guy's spirit journey. Remember oh, that? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was a yeah. salesman. And um, later on, he, he's friends with this, um, the king. Or the king. He's like this homeless guy.
1: Oh, of San Francisco? Yeah. The king of San Francisco with his two dogs from yep. Dirty Job and, oh, what's the other one? I don't the remember. The vampire one. Yes. He yes, was in yes. that one. Yeah, yep. he was in both of those. Yep. Oh, I just love Christopher Moore so much.
0: My favorite is um, a book called The Dirty Job. And it is kind of like a book about a Grim Reaper. Yeah. Kind of. Mm -hmm. Where someone finds out he's not the Grim Reaper, but like a Grim Reaper. Right. Kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, And I won't... It's been so long since I read it. I don't really remember details, but that's my favorite. I suggest everyone... read that book anybody would love that book but christopher moore books they really do tie into this because they're they're like definitely rated r oh yeah for sure you know
1: yeah it's pretty
0: lewd and nsfw i guess so
1: one one scene always comes to mind uh one scene in particular always comes to mind which is the There's one scene in particular that always comes to mind, whenever we talk about his books being lewd, and it's one the one from *Less Lizard*, and I'm not going to talk about it because it's just oh, it'd be a spoiler. It'd be a spoiler, and and it's kind of like oh, okay, like (laughs) sure, does that need to be there? But okay, kind of thing. So. But that's what always comes to mind. If you want to read the book and find out what we're talking about You should do it. <laughs> you should if
0: you it. like books.
1: And hopefully you do if you're listening yeah. to our dumb asses.
0: A lot of it is like really funny. I don't I don't really read much that makes me laugh, you know? Like out loud. Yeah. Or and his in books do.
1: Yeah, his books do right. make you laugh out loud. So
0: So cool. That's my book review.
1: I like your book review. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. (laughs) Welcome to Taylor's Corner. (laughs) I worked
0: on it really hard for about 45 minutes.
1: (laughs) You're so funny. I like you. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) So is there any, uh, any other stuff that you've been liking lately that you want to talk about?
0: Mm, no, no, not really. Darkest Dungeon, I could talk about that because two's coming out.
1: It's like your favorite video game ever. Yeah.
0: So, oh, and since you brought it up, yes, uh, like I'll pay a lot of money to get Wayne June to do our intro, because that would be perfect. If he'd be all like in the Darkest Dungeon voice, like welcome. To the podcast <laughs> of these two, but yeah, that's what I've been liking lately. Yeah. What about you, my love?
1: <gasps> um, there is a podcast actually. Yeah, yeah, it's my new favorite podcast. It's called True Crime Obsessed, and I am obsessed with it. It's uh, it's a podcast about true crime. And it's got a really funny spin on it, which is kind of—I don't know—I kind of feel like a like an asshole for laughing because it is true, <laughs> crime. and it's about things that have actually happened. But it's the way they talk about it, and the way they, um, you know, kind of have to joke through some of it because some of it is pretty, pretty upsetting. But it's just a really good—it's—it's it's really good, and I listened to. All 70 plus episodes that were out in a, about less than a month. was
0: powered st- through it, huh?
1: Constantly listening to it. <laughs> so, that's pretty much all I've been into lately. So, I've been working a lot.
0: Yeah. So. That sucks, man. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, that's I guess that's it. That's, that's it, it for today, huh?
0: Yep. Yeah. If you've made it this far, we thank you so much.
1: Yeah, you know, you, uh, you're awesome for putting up with us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> being all weird and awkward. That's just how we are, though.
0: Yep, get used to it.
1: There's more to come. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. We're gonna see you later.
0: Bye, bye.